Yeah, I ain't got no need for contraception. Put my bros before my hoes, that's no misconception. Have more money, I can blow, so I'm gonna send it. New PlayStation and a whole new point collection. That, that's what I got, no girl, it's a miracle. Now I'm running up the game like a clinical. I can focus on myself, ego digital. Don't need anybody else, some conditions everybody what's going on i'm gumba john welcome to the show michael in the building vault keeper here michael says what are you smoking on there that's probably a my father or a new world i would think that's either a new world or one of the my father's cigars very good cigar very very good cigar not that i condone cigars but they're delicious sometimes sometimes guys Let's see what we got here. Thumbnail game. Appreciate you. What up? What up? What up, boys? Mr. Hemi coming through. Always good to see you. Raw in the building. What's going on? Guys, divorce may ruin your life. I don't know if y'all know this. Probably won't. It'll probably be fine. Obviously, I'm lying to you. Uh, it's likely going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you. Divorce may ruin your life. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good point. Char, what's up? Good to see you. Ah, ça va bien, Ivo. Very good, very good. <clears throat> oh, divorce and leaving someone awesome. Work all those years to a better life start over. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that they do, guys. Ozzy Cortez in the building. What up? Love the intro song. What's the name of it? That one is Bros Before Hoes by NFX. <laughs> 
Nefex is N-E-F-F-E-X. That song's on YouTube. On that particular song. All of Nefex's stuff, for the most part, are copyright free music and stuff. He does some good stuff. A lot of fun. A lot of fun if you're going to be using music or having a good time on the internet with it. John Fernandez, good morning, sir. How is everyone? Mouth agape ape in the building. Boy, we're all awake this morning, guys. I got a decent little show planned for you. I've got my hot coffee today ready to go, extra large cup, and I put two scoops of chocolate ice cream in it because fuck it. That's why. Good to see everyone. Welcome. Ah, Dexter with great information here. I went through my divorce alone and made it out alive. Dexter, we all go through our divorce alone. No matter how much family and friends and everything you have, if you're a man, people start disappearing. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh my God, your poor wife, your poor, oh my goodness. Oh, this is terrible. I can't believe you're, oh, she's, Probably so broken up. Meanwhile, she's like taking pipe and all of these other things. Allegedly, guys. Allegedly. I mean, she's not necessarily taking pipe, but she's allegedly taking pipe. Guys, this is the sad thing that a lot of people don't think about is divorce is, is awful. And it gets so shitty and just petulant and childish and just petty, usually on the woman's side. It's usually the woman doing the silliness. Let's look at this article here real quick. High stakes divorce battle over control of iconic Boston real estate, which he was the real estate mogul guy. She had nothing to do with it. And a really expensive collection of duck decoys. Now, hold on a minute. The real estate, I understand why she would go after that, but why do you think she wants the really expensive duck collection? Can anyone guess? Can anyone guess why this bitter looking bitch here would want the ducks? The duck collection guys, I mean, millions of dollars in real estate. I get it. I understand like why that she would make a power move for that. But let's listen. The divorce was going smoothly. They never go smoothly. After all, filmmaker Ernestine Tina Rathborn, which, by the way, filmmaker. Come on, guys. This bitch looks 30 years retired if she's a day retired, unless she's filming the newest mummy movie, in which case she's ready to go. Get her down to wardrobe. The real estate magnet, Philip Wide, the whatever it is of Cambridge. When your last name is, you know, uh, what do you say, uh, has from so-and-so in, as part of it, that's when you're somebody. Philip D. so-and-so of Cambridge. Oh, that Philip D. so-and-so or why so-and-so de Normandy. D. Oh, I thought you meant the one from the Bronx. The, the one from Cambridge is a different guy. They divorced back in 1987, only to remarry five years later. This dumbass fell for the bait from this uh, skip skag and scallywag, this succubus here. You see, the succubus was like, Phil, I'm done with you. I don't like that you made all this money and are a good man and treated me right as I aged into this dried shell of a prune looking thing that I am now. But... I don't like it, Phil, and I want a divorce. And he's like, oh, please, baby, please, baby, please. I love you. Come on, bring that saggy skin on over here. Come on, I love you, girl, don't leave. You're the best around. And then she left him. And for five years, this nice gentleman here probably plowed 20-year-olds, probably did whatever he wanted, lived the life of just Riley guys. Nothing but happiness every day, all day long, 
without this dried up, withered shell of a, you know, <clears throat> low tide smelling fish cave, this lady is. Normandy, a mid-conservationist, had recently spent a staggering $500,000 on hand-carved wooden ducks and other wildlife art. Despite a judge's order not to buy or sell anything significant during divorce proceedings. And the buying spree wasn't reflected in the financial disclosures. Okay, bitch. So you get a billion dollars in real estate, but he spent 500K. Wang. You're not supposed to spend any money. This is what women do. They become the fucking hall monitor, guys. In your marriage, in your life, they become the hall monitor. You don't get to do that. Don't you dare do that. You shouldn't be doing that. Don't look at her. You're a metaphile. You're a terrible man. I'm telling everyone about you. Why? Because you're a fucking snitch? Because you're a fucking hall monitor snitch bitch? You, you're mean. I'm going to tell everyone that you're just mean and abusive. And Well, actually, you're the abusive one, and I've got it on film, but let's not go there. Let's just, we'll let that go. Don't worry about it. Oh, you, you got me saying don't be a fucking whore? Oh, I guess you're right. I wasn't looking out for your best interest. I was being abusive. I call it protective, but you can call it whatever you want to. Mr. Hemi, you sound abusive as well, sir. I can tell by the way you typed that with so many oohs that, uh, that you're a very abusive guy. I'm sure your ex would tell me all about it if she was here. If you hadn't, you know. Ah, from there, once amicable divorce turned mean. Well, there's no amicable divorces, guys. Women say this and they're like, yeah, we'll be friends. We'll be amicable. But the day that they leave, the day that they actually leave, you see, here's what happens. There's two days. There's the day they tell you they want a divorce and then they hang around like a jaded cop waiting on his pension while fucking up the entire precinct. And then there's the actual day that they leave. The day that they leave, after that, all bets are off. She's going to be a cunt. In every possible way. I don't know why they choose to do this. It would be better to be friends and be nice and like, be like, okay, I get it. You're fucking somebody else. I understand. Okay, we want what's best for our kids. Let's work on it. Nope, not women. No, they're the strong ones. I mean, they can't control their emotions at all. They're like petulant children when you consider their emotions. But other than that, they're really strong and tough. And why is everyone, I'm a woman, I'm strong and independent, but I'm going to, I'm going to need his duck collection. Also 500 K, this looks like some bullshit ass ducks. Bullshit ass ducks, 500 K, please, please. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So guys, this is what you do. I mean, if you mess with them, it's going to fuck you up. I know you guys are like, no way, John. It can't possibly be like that. It wouldn't be like that. It's going to mess you up. This turkey neck with dryer lint hair, not even Skeletor would trap that. Yeah, tap that. Excuse me. Lord Jeremy, great to see you, my brother. As always, it's great to see you, sir. Thanks again for coming by. I've been missing you, sir. Also, hit me up on the phone anytime you want, Jeremy. You know that. Oh, appreciate you, Lord Jeremy. Great to see you. Thank you guys for all of the love and support. 
Turnpike Tyrone, I would never do that to you. Exactly. Turnpike, they all say this. Oh, yeah, no, I would never take your duck collection. Nah, eh, please. I love it. I love it. I would never do that to you. Or, well, she got mad because he spent a little money. Billions of dollars on the line. Well, one billion, I think it was. But how dare you spend 500000 on wooden ducks? Look, personally, like, the ducks weren't attractive, so I get it. Also, Tyrone, we talked about you on last night's live stream. Um, I was telling the boys that you wouldn't be the guy out here banging some of these fat broads. And by broads, I mean chicks, dames, you know, headaches. Um, so, yeah, your name came up. And I told the boys, not our Tyrone. He doesn't bang these fat broads. He has standards. Let's continue, guys. Riggs with an excellent joke. John, this fella is quackers. <clears throat> well, clearly this is a, a great joke. Uh, give me a moment and I'll come up with something. Uh, you know, you see that fucking duck collection come apart? That's a uh, platoon reference, guys. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how the ex laughs at you. She takes your duck collection. And let's continue. Garrett, good to see you. Good to see you. No notifications were sent. That's a Jaws reference. Good to see everybody. Yes, Raw had <laughs> peace leave. Mm, mm, mm. Guys, can you only imagine what that lady uh, from the last story, uh, you know, you know, can you just imagine? It couldn't have been good enough to get back together with her after divorcing her, but let's continue. Let's look at what a very young woman who shouldn't have an opinion at all on this uh, matter says, because young women seem to know everything and tell other women, and other women are dumb enough to believe it. You see, when a man tells a man something, people are like, well, let me see. What does this gone with John guy actually know about marriage? He's 46. He's been married 23 years, so half of his life was spent married to two different women. He has five children. He's probably a little bit qualified to speak on this subject. He's probably experienced a thing or two that would, you know, relate to kids and wives and women and divorces. But women don't do this. They like they will literally listen to a blue-headed lesbian about how to get a man. It's crazy. The lesbian's like, shave your head and get one of these earrings and then put this thing in your nose. And men will really like you then. Oh, oh. It didn't work. He didn't like me. Oh, come here, girl. That's all right. I'll, I'll date you. I'm glad to have you. Come on over here. Let's make this room stink like fish. Just kidding, ladies. Just joking, ladies. Let's continue. Lovely internet friends. As I sit down to record this video. Ugh. All right. Crystal Methany here is going to explain to us some things about love and divorce and whatever. She's got a nice arm tattoo, so already I don't think she's been married. Or if she has, she's definitely been divorced. It looks like she has a pretty nice place, so I'm assuming a man paid for all this stuff. Just kidding, ma'am. I'm just kidding. I know that was that's a little harsh, ladies. I apologize. I'm not trying to imply that she didn't, you know, get all this on her own with her Maybe it's her YouTube channel, guys. Maybe that's what it is. What no one tells you about divorce. Closed caption. Thank you very much, ma'am. Let's listen. Yo, I keep telling myself, don't do it, Joe. Don't be dumb. Don't say the word divorce. So I mean, you just avoid doing the jokes. You're not funny. Like, I don't understand why they think they're funny. I, I think because other women laugh at them out of uh, embarrassment. You know, like when, you know what I mean? Like somebody says something to you and you're like, oh, this person's dumb. Let me, uh, yeah, that's very good. You, you formed a complete sentence. 
Um, this is uh, this. So over the past six months, I have been going through the process. Why are you sitting like that with your tuna cat out? I mean, I understand, but why? If you notice the bruises on my body today, they're from jujitsu. I'm okay. Mm. Guys, as someone who's a red belt in karate, judo, jujitsu, and aikido, I can be honest with you that, uh, you know, those bruises, she likes to be held. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. Trust me. I mean, it does make sense, though. Jiu-jitsu is from pressure points. Karate is punches and kicks. Jiu-jitsu is pressure points and attacking pressure points to disable an opponent. Judo is based off of throws using the opponent's body weight or forward momentum. Uh, Aikido, uh, Aikido is actually using the opponent's attacks against them. This is why, and we'll talk about this briefly because people have asked me, Steven Seagal famously never fought anybody in fights and MMA and that kind of stuff. And people were always like, well, how can you be an Aikido master if you never fought anybody? The very um, idea of Aikido is to not fight. Every attack is based on a defense. So they throw a punch and then you have thousands of ways you can attack the person. But it's never a first strike method. Aikido has always been, always been based on the opponent throwing an attack. And I saw somebody on the Internet who was like a 20 something year old douchebag who was like, well, Steven Seagal, he could possibly know anything and he couldn't possibly do anything back in the day. And Aikido's bull. Look, let me tell you all something. <clears throat> I don't really know Steven Seagal, but I know if he did spend time in Japan and learn to become an Aikido master in Japan, then he, that man knows a lot about uh, a martial art that is if my instructor, guys, when I was a red belt, my instructor would always let me try to attack him at any time without any warning. The only rule was he had to see that I was in the room before I did it. You could not touch that man. I was 16 years old. I was fast as lightning boys. And you could not touch this man. He was probably my age, 46 right now, like when he was training me. You, you couldn't get near him. I mean, I could jump and throw a leg up to kick this guy and he would grab the tip of my shoe from a standstill and like yank on it and I would go flying. Like you could not, no matter which direction I put my forward momentum in, he would redirect it and fuck me up. If I came at him straight, he would somehow manage to tangle me and throw me to, in the direction I was traveling. If I jumped upward, he would somehow grab me and flip me over. Like he was untouchable. Untouchable. Let's continue. Sorry, we got off on a little bit of a martial arts thing. Also, if you guys have never seen my butterfly knife video, that's where I started getting into edged weapons and training with edged weapons. Let's continue. Where the hell did the video go? Ah, there you are. Cute girl with your legs spread. Of ending a almost decade long relationship and ending a marriage. The word that we like to use for that is divorce. Now that's a word that I have avoided using with all of the power in me because it feels dirty and wrong and super shameful. Your legs are spread. And like failure, understand. You're sitting like a whore. Didn't your mom ever tell you, hey, Stop sitting like that. You're airing it out. It stinks in here. Inevitably, our culture often sees divorce that way, but also coming from an evangelical Christian background, I... Uh-oh, yeah, she's a Christian, guys. That explains the big arm tattoo and the leg spread. Grew up with a very ingrained belief that divorce was never the answer. Oh, praise Jesus, guys. She grew up with the idea that divorce was never the answer. Let's hear how that's changed. But it is something that I am going through now. 
Uh-oh. And I've avoided talking about anything regarding that subject for, you know, personal reasons for the people around me, but also because the amount of judgment and icky feelings that are tied up in that word for me. Yeah, it's almost like people judge you for being a shit heel, a fucking shit ass. Someone who would make a commitment with another human being and then break that commitment to the other human being. You understand, guys, that this is... Um, you're an asshole. Like if you make a commitment to me and you break that commitment, I think very lowly of you, no matter who you are. If you have a penis, if you don't, if you're a woman, if you're a man, if you're, if you look me in the eye and you're like, Hey, we're going to fucking do this. Let's go. You and me versus everything. And then you don't. Mm, well, I can't even get into the, you know, it could have been very, very, you know, and a lot of people are extensive. However, on this channel, I've always made a point of trying to say the things that I'm feeling because I'm guessing I'm not the only one who's feeling them. Here are a few things I wish someone would have told me about getting divorced before I started this process. Uh-oh, sounds like it's going bad, guys. Look, let me tell you, anytime a girl's talking about her divorce and she's sitting on the couch with her legs spread open so and her tiny shorts so you can almost see her cooch, um, she's thirsty. She's uh, missing the, uh, you know. Would it change anything? Logistically, no. Would it have been good to be mentally prepared for the absolute disaster zone of a life that it leaves in its wake? It ah, ladies, this is your part here. This is the good part for you. You see us men, we, we go through a hard time, but then we rebuild ourselves. But you girls just kind of sit there like shit on a log until the shit dries out and turns white. And you're like, my life hasn't improved. I thought once I left that man that did everything for me that kept me alive, I thought once I left him, my life would get better. <sighs> Good luck, ladies. I know we're not allowed to talk about it. If we do anything positive for you, like pay all your bills and work for you, ladies, you're like, you're a misogynist for bringing that up. But the reality is you're sitting on the couch and doing fuck all of nothing because you're lazy women. Some of you won't work. You won't do anything. You won't get a job. You just go from dick to dick to dick to dick thinking that you're accomplishing something. Meanwhile, everyone who knows you is like, oh, she's just sleeping around with a bunch of guys to get them to pay the bills. Very good. Very good, ma'am. Why have any accomplishments or dreams of yourself? Very good. It would have been good. Okay. So before we dive into my list, uh, I am very excited to introduce you to our new sponsor today, Helix. This bitch has sponsorships. <clears throat> What a shock. Any really good rest is very important to me for a variety of reasons. Now, look here, guys. Do you think Helix is going to reach out and let me sponsor, do the mattress sponsorship thing? Also, this chick has two big dogs, so she's a huge red flag, guys. Huge red flag and a red rocket from two big dogs inside of her. You know what I'm saying? Let's continue. Oh, mattress, mattress. Uh, big stinky fucking dogs on the mattress, getting stinky dog shit feet in the mattress, dog smell in the mattress, brand new mattress ruined on day one. Look, here's my fucking, the dog that fucks me, allegedly. Look, here's me and the dog again, me and the two dogs. It's just me and my boys in here, me and my dogs. Can't get a man to hang around. Got a big fat divorce. All right, she's got her list out. Here she is blowing the dog or kissing the dog or something. I don't know what exactly what she's doing, but let's continue. Ah, we shall. So as I go into my list of things that no one tells you about divorce, I even made a list so I wouldn't get scared and forget things. You know, it would be better if they were funny, like a little funny. You know what I mean? Like even if they left you and they could 
had any sense of humor that could say something funny that you'd be like, oh, this is, at least it's funny. You know what I mean? She got a dildo leg. Did I miss that? Holy shit, Frost. I did miss that. Oh my God. I, uh, I did not notice that part. Well, okay. Um, all right. I did not notice that she was sans leg guys. I apologize for all the mean say things that I said, you know, I don't want to, let's give her a leg up here, boys, because obviously, you know, I want to make it really clear that I'm not going to talk about, you know, any details of our relationship. It's simply not important. Wouldn't you put your best foot forward guys? I mean, your sexiest leg, so to speak. Does that make sense? You, wouldn't you like put the other leg forward in the front? Like, hey, I know you guys don't want to feel this cold steel on your shoulder. How about, uh, look at this leg. This leg works good. Like I'm still, this leg's still sexy. I put on the internet. I wish all the best for him. He wishes all the best for me. Right. You definitely wish all the best for your man. That's usually what women do, guys. They're almost uh, guilty to a fault for wishing the very best for their ex-husband. They're really kind and considerate in that manner. The one and only Calvin King. Good to see you, sir. I wouldn't be surprised if she's smashing the dog. Yeah, three-trick pony. I agree with you. I mean, I assume most of them are three-holers. No offense, ladies. But I would think that, um, yeah, probably the dog. Shout out to Calvin King. Also, make sure you follow me and Calvin King over at Instagram, guys. Instagram. Shout out to Calvin. Morning, John. Got my book right here. And I'm currently watching you right now on YouTube. Thanks so much for coming by, sir. Appreciate you. I'll catch up on the rest of the chat. I just see the super chats as they scroll by. Shadrock, good morning. Primo Living BC, what up? Justin J, good to see you guys. Justin doesn't fuck around in the gym either, so if you guys check him out. Ah, good to see everybody. <laughs> All the stanky leg. Tyrone, I can still run through this girl now. I'm sure, you know, I can still do it, but she doesn't have any idea how hard life is going to be. Plus, like all this stuff on her list, I wonder if any of it is like uh, <clears throat> if one of the things is I'm missing a body part, because that would be a huge determining factor in whether or not a man stays around. Because, I mean, look, I could smash a one legged girl. No problem. But I'm not about to be waiting for her as we go to the restaurant every night for the rest of our life. She's got to take an extra minute or two. Don't rush me getting out of the car. Girl, would you come on? You know, we're trying to go to the show or the game or whatever. And she's, you know, taking her time, lollygagging, her and her bum leg. No, thank you. Look like half a Lieutenant Dan over here with her dryer lint hair. Although her hair is nice right now. But later when she gets older, guys... She's going to look like a uh, dryer lint. Her hair is, you know, that look that old ladies get to their hair sometimes when their hair gets like really dry and kind of old. Shout out to coach Greg for this bit, but she looks like master splinter as coach Greg would say at the free agent lifestyle. Got those hairs going every direction, you know, three in the morning, you're trying to sleep. She's going to get a drink of water and all you can hear is clunk across the floor. Clunk, clunk. You know, that's the limping sound she makes, guys. Let's continue. When I made the decision to end this decade almost long. Oh, look at you, sister. So you decided to end the marriage. What a shame, guys. Most of the time, I don't think women are the ones who end the... Oh, that's right. 80% of the time, women are the ones who end the marriage. That's right. 
And can you imagine the balls? Well, I mean, of I'm going to end this marriage. I'm missing a leg. And I'm sure that men will, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure that missing a leg won't make it hard for me to find another man to take me serious and actually marry me. <sighs> well, you can't tell these girls, these modern women, anything, man. No, nah, John, I'm glad those broads ain't funny. It makes her cringy. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Lord Jeremy. I probably, It really is to the point where you're kind of like, ah, this is not funny. Emotional labor. Yes, 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 yes. Let's continue. Jedi. This is Lieutenant Dan. Forrest, look at my fat Asian wife, Forrest. Yeah relationship i wasn't thinking about every aspect of my life and every relationship in my life I was ah you don't say you as a woman weren't thinking about your relationship and the aspects of your life that's weird i find that so uncommon for women nowadays most long relationship i wasn't thinking about every aspect of my life and every relationship in my life i was thinking about what was going to be the best and healthiest thing for me Ah, the best and healthiest thing. Why not get a meth tattoo on your arm, you know, and limp your ass on out of his life? You know what I'm saying, guys? For me and for us. So I made the decision first. And then I was like, I'll deal with the fallout. I'll deal with the consequences. Right. You sure will, ladies. You're going to deal with the fallout and the consequences. Maybe not right away when a man's still smashing you because you still have a little bit of attractiveness. But later on, as you start to not have any attractiveness left and that man splits... That's when you're going to deal with the consequences and everyone's going to watch you circle the drain because of a decision you made years ago to leave the man who actually cared about you. You know, the terrible man that wouldn't let you go to girls nights out at three in the morning wearing half a legging, you know, you know, it's funny when you like have trouble at work, you lose a job or your boss is being a jerk or there's difficulties. You're Maybe it's you ladies. If all of those things are going on, maybe you are partly to blame. I'm just suggesting a possibility. Work life sucks, but you can still come home. Oh. Right, but when your work life sucks and your home life sucks and you got one leg, I mean, you know, what the hell? You might as well nuke your life and just say, I'll deal with the consequences. Uh -huh. Or if a hobby you participate in, you know, is having a fallout. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. That sucks. That's a loss. But at least you still have work or you still have your relationship or your... Bitch, you ain't got a leg to stand on. Oh my. When you end a relationship as significant as something long-term or marriage, there's literally no piece of you and there's no piece of your life that it does not touch. Ah, walk the plank, matey. When I entered into this relationship, I was barely 21 and now I'm 31. So Oh, listen, you at 21, hopefully with both legs, I bet that was a sight to see, but 31 sans leg after a divorce? Well, look, you're going to struggle, lady. I don't want to, you know, it's not going to be easy. One could argue that the majority of my adult life has been developed within the framework of this partnership, going through significant life changes and developmental stages, whether it was rocky or stable. Developmental stages as she's getting her body tattooed up and all this other stuff. I'm going through all these growing things, man. I'm just growing. It's like I'm becoming a, a real woman over here. Mm -hmm. This is why the 21-year-old ones are a lot of fun. But the 30-year-old, once they get to close to 30, guys, they just break inside internally. I don't know what happens to them mentally, but it is a fucking nightmare. You can't make her happy after that. She's always miserable. She blames you for everything. 
her own damn life. And she's like, it's all your fault. Why? Uh, because you're close to me and Lord knows I haven't done anything at all. So it can't be my fault because I've taken no action at all as the woman. I haven't done anything. So how could I be responsible? Good point, ma'am. You checkmated me. Congratulations. You're a fuck off. People or whatever, everything came from this base of this marriage. And I did so much growing throughout the past decade, right? No. No. -uh. Like we all do, specifically mm -hmm. when it came to my mental health developing. Oh, specifically when it came to my mental health, guys, I guarantee you she has rust tear spots on that leg. And coping skills and coping tools. and Ah, a lot of coping going on, it sounds like. Now I understand. You know, getting through trauma, getting through pretty massive life changes like losing. Go ahead. Losing my leg and all that came along with that. And I, I thought in my brain, if I walk away from this relationship, those tools I have still developed. And while that is absolutely accurate, it was shocking to me how every little piece of how I knew how to take care of myself, take care of my brain, take care of my body, move about the world and life came from the foundation of that relationship. Uh, right. So in other words, you had a good man that took care of you. He invested 10 years of his life into you and then you shit on him and left him and abandoned him after he devoted 10 years of his life to you. You're an asshole, a legless asshole. I mean, you have one leg, but let's face it, as a woman without two legs to be spread apart, who gives a shit? When it was no longer there, my entire identity and the way that I viewed the world was absolutely shook. And while a lot of like the same pieces, you know, I still had a job, I still knew that it was good for me to like journal and move my body for my mental health, like some of the- <laughs> Journal. Please, ladies, why don't you exercise, you fucking lazy asses? I wrote down some stuff. Why don't you exercise? Basic tools were still there, but the nuance of all of it, I felt like I was starting over from scratch as a human being, as an adult, as a woman. You don't really think about how many pieces of who- All right, let's back that up. As an adult, as a woman, you don't really think. That's all you need to say. Tools were still there, but the nuance of all of it, I felt like I was starting over from scratch as a human being, as an adult, as a woman. You don't really think about- That's it. About how many pieces of who you are become not entwined with, but very influenced by the person you spend the majority of your life with. Though it was my choice, a massive piece of who I was was suddenly gone. And I- Right. Two massive pieces of you were suddenly gone, actually. Your best friend and your leg. Hopefully you didn't lose a family member also. I had no idea what to put in that place. And while on the one hand, there were moments of happiness or excitement of like, oh, I get to choose this, I get to- Yeah, good point, Tyrone, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Alimony. If she's in California, she's getting alimony for sure. 10 years is, you know half for the rest of your life or whatever it is. To build this part of me, a lot of it was just pure terror because every like knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Should you really be using the term knee-jerk reaction at this point? That I had to a situation involved my partner and that no longer existed. And so I felt lost and spinning and confused for- Lost and spinning and confused indeed. For a very long time and I'm kind of assembling some of those pieces, but gosh darn. Have you gotten down on one knee? Of course you have. You know, just to pray, guys, to pray, to ask God to help you. Get down on one knee, dear. They aren't all there yet, and I'm still working on it. The biggest thing that came as an absolute shock to me was the way that people respond to you telling them that you are ending your relationship. 
freak one that they are not in the middle of right well it's because everyone looks at you like really this is a dumb idea for a one-legged tattooed crystal methany looking lady this is a dumb idea at 31 you're gonna end your marriage at 31 and get back in the streets good luck good luck when you're with someone you two are the only people who actually are in that relationship and know it well come on ladies you're not fooling anyone <laughs> Ideally, it's just you and the other person, but you know. The amount of judgment, strong opinions, or. Well, you can call it judgment, ladies, but yeah, people look at you when you end your marriage and they're like, this is a dumb thing that you're doing. And you're doing it based on either anger or sexual attraction to a new partner. And both of those things are a terrible reason to, to end a good relationship, a long-term relationship with somebody. Because if it goes south or you're just an angry motherfucking asshole, then you're, it's your fault anyway. So those two reasons would be a bad reason to end a long-term relationship. But go ahead. Or just straight up being thought of as a horrible person and a villain was really... Oh, five toes. ...surprising to me. Relationships that I had that existed before I even met him got really affected by me saying that I was getting divorced. Especially... Yeah. If people around you come from religious backgrounds. Un yeah, you mean they have a little bit of, uh, yeah, they have a little bit of something to them. Understandably, the word divorce carries a pretty heavy punch because it's something that really isn't super acceptable in many of those circles. And I knew that, but it didn't really make it any easier. Yeah, why is that Turnpike tattoo, uh, Turnpike Tyrone? Why do they get so many tattoos afterwards? All these divorced women are tattooing themselves up and they don't realize that that is the biggest red flag to men like other men. I mean, unless the guy's a meth head or a crackhead or whatever, he's going to look at her. Oh, I love her tattoos. Oh, yeah. She's real original. She sat there with a guy with her hepatitis and fucking drool coming out of his mouth tattooed her. She's a real hero. She's really been through some stuff. To have people thinking of me so differently, like as a person, because I decided that getting divorced was what needed to happen for me. Oh. I had to learn really quickly to be okay being seen however people were gonna see me because I didn't have the energy to try to like manage everybody's perception. That was very difficult. Well, only a narcissist, only a complete sociopath would actually be trying to manage other people's perceptions of things. Guys, understand this. Narcissists, psychopaths, and crazy people try to manage the expectations of other people or the ideas of other people, i.e. a narcissist or a psychopath will often tell everyone else what a terrible person you are because they want everyone else to think you're a terrible person because they don't like you. But rather than letting other people make up their own mind about what kind of individual you are based off of their interaction with you as a human being, they want to go around and tell everyone, oh, he's abusive. That's what it is. He's awful. It's not because I'm blowing new dudes. It's because he's a bad person. Because I spent so much of my life developing survival skills in the world, in part by people. Would you whittle that leg off? Liking me, by keeping relationships good, by, you know, trying to communicate and be there for people. It's always been important to me to make people happy. Right. Except your husband. Except the guy that spent 10 years of his life, you know, catering to your needs, putting up with that noise you make when you're limping next to him. He spent 10 years and this bitch has the nerve to be like, yeah, it's always been a priority of me to make people happy. What about the husband? What about the guy that you made the promise to make happy? What about him? Hmm? Oh, well, I didn't want to make him happy anymore. 
Well, you, you made a commitment. You made a promise, a lifelong promise, some would say. Remember God, the state, the courts, even the court makes you still promise that. It's not like that's just a God thing. Even the state's like, yeah, you're going to love this guy. You're going to stay with this guy. You're going to make it work. You're not going to be a freak in these streets, right? Exactly. Exactly, Calvin. Thank you, sir. That's something I'm working through in therapy and have been for. Oh, therapy, huh? Oh, guys, here's the th way I look at this. If you go through a divorce and you're in this lady's position and you're like, look, I'm going to tell you ladies what it's like. You can't be in therapy. You can't be a whining, sobbing mess, one legged on the therapist's couch talking about, oh, I may have made a mistake. I'm so unhappy. I'm so unhappy. Well, you were unhappy in the marriage. Remember, you thought it was the marriage. You destroyed your marriage. You got rid of the man. And now you're miserable still. Uh-oh, now you're miserable and alone, and you're down a leg, which, again, we'll let it go. Pope, good to see you, sir. For a while, but as all this occurred, I realized really quickly that there was no possible way that I could make sure everyone was good with this decision because they weren't going to be. The yeah, because you did a shit thing. You did a dumb, shitty thing like a teenage girl would do, and you didn't listen to anyone including the man who loved you, had taken care of you for six years and told you, this is a bad idea for you. I know right now everything's going to be fine, but 10 years from now, you're going to look back on this and it's, it's going to be a, a bad part of your life that you're not proud of yourself. No, that could never happen just because that happens to every other woman always. It could never happen to her. The only person who had to be good with it was me. And also realizing that I was gonna make mistakes throughout the process. There was no way that I could handle every conversation and every relationship perfectly. I did not have the bandwidth for that. And so- <laughs> Yeah, she didn't have the bandwidth. You see that fucking head come apart? It's how the, the snake laughs at you. He's laughing at you. See, cause she has one leg. Remember in Platoon, she'd be- a good joke but it's kind of fun. i tried my very best and also understood that there were probably you know situations or things or words that i said that i might have to revisit and have a conversation with someone about right maybe the ex-husband i'm sorry i was a huge cunt after you took care of me for six ten years i'm sorry i was awful to you i'm sorry i thought i was gonna limp out of your life and find a new man yes pope she is missing a leg I mean, I don't know if she's missing it, but she is, uh, <clears throat> I would be missing it, quite frankly. I mean, I'd make do, but. Or apologize. Something that I wish people would have told me was that everyone will have an opinion and most of those people will let you know one way or the other what that opinion is. Yeah, because sometimes you need it. Sometimes, women, you need someone to come up to you and tell you, them your opinion. You're dumb. You did a dumb thing. I warned you not to do a dumb thing and you shouldn't have done that. But no, she's in therapy and trying to convince everybody that she's really happy now. Oh, look at me, guys. I've spent $29.95 on a plant from Target. I've got two bland, gray-ass, bland pieces of art on my wall here. A fucking gray-ass, bland couch that looks like it also came from Target. Here's a $9.99 pillow, an $11.99 pillow from Target. Plastic plant, the uh, one rod lamp thing that goes up the side of the wall. I'm happy. Nothing's wrong. I'm, I'm going to therapy for other reasons. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think it is vital to ask the people you trust who are around you for input on major decisions. But when that in 
Well, wouldn't your husband be first in line, the guy that took care of you for 10 years? Wouldn't he be the first person you're like, hey, I'm thinking about divorcing you? And he'd be like, no, you're going to get pumped and dumped in these streets and be a crack whore in 10 years. Don't do this. What is coming from everywhere? All you got to do is be good with your choice. That right. Yeah. Listen to her, guys. All you got to do is be good with your choice. She goes to therapy. You know what I'm saying? She's probably on head meds. It's no problem. It's all good. That's really it. If you're solid in that, you can choose to handle people's opinions and advice any way that you want at a certain point. Once I had like talked to the major people in my life, I kind of just tuned it out because I knew what I needed to do. And if someone agreed or disagreed, that was on them. So like I said, we were together for a long period of time, meaning that we made a lot of friends as a couple. We had a number of really good couple friends who like, you know, the four of us or the six of us or whatever would hang out and do stuff. It was great. Love those people. You know, many of those people didn't pick sides. Staying friends with couple friends when you are no longer a part of a couple is uncomfortable. What I mean by that. We're going to rewind it because that sounded like a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Lord Jeremy, guys, gifted like 10 subs to the members area. I don't know how you take advantage of that, but uh, I, you can take advantage of it some kind of way. Uh, but thank you so much to Lord Jeremy for coming through and helping everybody. Let's continue, boys or disagreed, that was on them. So like I said, we were together for a long period of time, meaning that we made a lot of friends as a couple. We had a number of really good couple friends who like, you know, the four of us or the six of us or whatever would hang out and do stuff. It was great, love those people. You know, many of those people didn't pick sides. Staying friends with couple friends when you are no longer- Guys, the funny thing is women think that these people didn't pick sides, but her friends, her girlfriends will come up to you and tell you like she's in a depression, she's a fucking terrible person. She's like people that know her, her family, certain members of her family that are more religious than other ones will come to you and be like, I can't believe she did this. We have no idea what's going on with her. You were so good to her for so many years. I have no idea what she's doing. And then her own family will pull away from her and she won't figure out why. Why is my family pulling away? I don't know, because you're you're doing fucking terrible things and acting like a hoe. I don't know. You started picking up bad habits again and you're moving backwards. You're reverting back to, you know, before you were a wife and a mother and you're going back to your old ways. But she'll think, oh, my friends are cool with this. My family has no problem with this whatsoever. Right. Like her family doesn't care about what's best for the children. They think this is the best. Sure, ladies. Or a part of a couple is uncomfortable. What I mean by that is the entire dynamic shifts because you're used to being paired with someone. It's really weird to go to events without your person there. It's really weird to like sit down with the three of you doing something instead of the four of you doing something. You kind of have to just completely explore that friendship all over again. And that one can still be pretty uncomfortable for me. I've had to make very conscious choices to be like, no, go do the thing, go see I'm just going to wear the one red heel tonight, not the one blue heel. The people you love because they matter to you and you matter to them. What about the husband? This idiot bitch, women do this and they're like, yeah, you got to think about the people that matter to you, the people that you really love. And the, the, what about the guy that you spent 10 years together sleeping in the same bed with and he loved you and y'all made a commitment to each other? And what about that guy? Oh, fuck that guy. He's a fucking, he's a lame. I'm going to get some tattoos. Okay, women. Whatever. I mean, you this know. This is absolutely worth maintaining. Everybody wants to be here, but there have been moments when I'm like, I just want to cut ties with absolutely anyone who knew me as a part of this couple just because it's weird and uncomfortable. To 
Well, that's because you did something you shouldn't have done. And now you feel what's called guilt. Women, I know this isn't going to be a familiar feeling for you because you've never felt any guilt or responsibility for anything really ever in your life. But this is what happens when you know that someone loves you like the man and you care about him as a friend, quote unquote, not a lover anymore, because really all that matters to you girls is sex because you're horse, most of you. Um, you realize that, oh, wait, I don't actually value the love and everything. I, I want to get my guts rearranged by Tyrone and Chad later on. So I got to get out of this relationship. Um, you see, women, when you do that, um, people notice and they're like, oh, it's not about love or caring or commitment or unity or any of that stuff that it's supposed to be about. She just wants to be in these streets. Let's continue. Like reestablish a new normal. And that is kind of true across the board when you're building this new life for yourself. And I guess it's kind of obvious looking back, but that is another thing I didn't really expect was like the awkwardness of going out with friends who you used to be couple friends with. It, it just shifts. Even it does shift. Yeah, they look at you as a piece of garbage. They're like, yeah, you were half of my best friend pair couple thing and you fucked the other half of the couple. You're a cunt, lady. They might not tell you that, but girls, girls judge other girls. Girls, your girlfriends and your female family members are judging you like a dirty whore. Yep. You may not know it. You may, they may not tell it to your face, but they are. They might even tell your ex-husband, yeah, I have no, she's gone off the rocker. She's living a whore's life again. Drugs, alcohol, you name it. Yep. Anyways, let's continue, guys. Your mama got a peg leg with a kickstand. Like family relationships, right? My parents, my brother, my sister-in-law. These are my people, right? Like they are 100% my people. Right. They'll support you. They'll be there for you. They'll help you move out. They'll do all these other things while telling your husband, well, thank you for taking care of her for so long. I appreciate you being there for her. Thank you for trying to help her. Thank you for trying to be there with her. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then they'll do this. And it still feels so weird being there without the person I've always been there with. Worth going to? Absolutely. But being prepared for that. Derp, Derpington, I can't believe you were such a jerk, man. You didn't want to let your girl just get pounded out by some other guy. That is abusive. Mm. He wanted my vagina all to himself. What a jerk. That sense of like loss and loneliness and discomfort. Uh-oh, loss and loneliness, and she's mentioned she's in therapy. Oh, no, ladies, is it not going good for you out here after the, the divorce, ladies? Remember you wanted the divorce? Don't you remember? Divorce may ruin your life. Oh, ladies, remember everybody tried to tell you, and you were like, no, I got this. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Oh, oh God. Right, yeah. Don't do this, girls. It's not going to work out in your favor. I don't, don't, I'm not listening to you. Okay. Comfort and just figuring out who you are again in that dynamic. Ladies, I can tell you who you are, right? I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do. Everyone, and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt. But if I speak in cunt, say it in true, but it's 
That's a great song, man. Love that song. Sorry, boys. Uh, I have to remind myself to drink my coffee every now and again because I put ice cream in it this morning and it'll get very cold if I don't, which I'll still drink it. I could give a shit less, but. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And that's good. <clears throat> Let's get back into this one legger here. That's challenging. Okay, so another thing that is mostly just really annoying is habits. Not all of them, but pretty much every habit that you have is gonna shift a little bit if you are ending a long-term relationship. Math. I cannot tell you the amount of times that something would happen and I'd, I'd reach for my phone to text the person who was my person for years. Oh, you gonna text the person that was your person, ladies? Uh, I think you danced across that bridge in your matchstick shoes. Before being like, no, that's that's not what I'm doing now. But it was just a knee-jerk reaction. It was just sort of out of something I'd done so many times or driving home. I drove home to my own. Yeah, it was because you loved the person. It was because that's what real love is. But you ladies don't know real love because, well, you kind of destroy things. You're more of a destroyer. You're more of a shit hits the fan, kind of a ruin people's life kind of a situation. And that's fine. The men of today picked up on it. That's why we're behaving accordingly. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to this one-legged coochie out for some reason person. Home sweet home, guys. Look here. She put a thing up there. This is a... Clever. She put a little uh, overlay on the video. Home sweet home. Yeah. Alone, sweet, alone women. I mean, imagine that. She's got a YouTube channel. She's putting it all out here for the world to see or not see in the case of her leg. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, um, I'm super happy. I'm going to tell you guys about how to be happy after divorce. I got to hurry, though. I got a therapy appointment. I'm going to go cry on a stranger's couch in a minute for, you know, $8,000 an hour old house multiple times before realizing oh yeah that's right everything has changed i don't live there anymore but you have right why was that again have all of these habits and all these kind of pre-programmed things and if you end yeah well it was called your life but back before you nuked it but once you nuked it i mean you know relationship you're gonna be reaching for your phone to text that person or call that person when major things happen something else that feels kind of like taboo to say i shouldn't be saying this because i'm the person that ended it there is Right, but I'm glad you are because I'm going to use it to show my boys. I'm going to save men's lives with what you're about to say. So much grieving when you are going through divorce. And when you're the person who made the decision. Oh, shit. You're not really going to try to get people to feel sorry for you for being the piece of shit motherfucker that destroyed the relationship, are you? It can kind of feel like you shouldn't have the right to feel those things. What the fuck did she just say? Let's go back. This one-legged bitch. And if you end a relationship, you're going to be reaching for your phone to text that person or call that person when major things happen. Something else that feels kind of like taboo to say. I shouldn't be saying this because I'm the person that ended it. There is so much grieving when you are going through divorce. And when you're the person who made the decision, it can kind of feel like you shouldn't have the right to feel those things. No, when you're the person that made the decisions, you should definitely feel the fucking grief and the weight of the thing that you've done. You should totally 
feel some responsibility for the weight of what you've done. You hurt someone. You destroyed someone who put their trust in you, who invested 10 years of their life in your useless excuse for a life. Let's continue. At least that's what it felt like for me. I was like, you know, this is my choice. It is and has been the best thing for me. Oh, sure. Abs yeah, you're... Yeah, you got your own place now. Nobody up under you. Somebody else paid for it because it was a 10-year marriage. And now you're on a therapist's couch a couple times a week. Those are your words, not mine. You know she's on head meds. Thank you, Tyrone. Absolutely. Yeah, she's fucking high as giraffe pussy on head meds. Her doctor's like, see you next Monday. See you next Monday. And she's like, doc, I don't feel any better. And he's like, see you next Monday. Bring the $800. Bye. Oh, take two of these. Take 10 of these. Ah, take the whole bottle. I don't care. Do what you do. But that does not. Mix it with alcohol. Sure. Yeah. Eh. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, you could lose the other leg. Not detract from the immense amount of loss and grief. Oh, you felt responsible. I mean, you're not going to admit that, but. Ending a long-term relationship is. It is intensely painful. Why the fuck do y'all do it, women? Like, why are you, why aren't you like, oh, you know what? I know this is good for me and better for me than anything else, but, well, what the hell? I'm going to ruin the kids' lives, the husband's lives. Let's throw it all in the dumpster and see what happens. Regardless of the circumstances or how cordial or fine or not it goes. And if you ever face something like this, I hope you at least have a couple people around you who will remind you that it's okay to feel everything you're feeling. I've had a couple of those people in my life and I'm really grateful for them. Yeah, it's okay to feel it, and you should feel the, the weight of the severity of what you did, ladies, but you didn't have to feel it. Like, you could have not done the thing that made you feel this way, but that would take introspection and understanding the consequences of your actions, which you clearly don't, which is why you're going to the therapist. It's why you want to call the ex, but you can't because you don't do that anymore. Your person is now no longer your person because you chose that. And now you are alone. Because it's just this weird, bizarre roller coaster. Yeah, totally bizarre. I tried to divorce him, I divorced him, and now I'm lonely. This is crazy. Of anger and hurt and loss and grief and missing the person who knew you so well and sobbing right. in the car, then screaming in the car, then being totally fine. Everything. Yeah, this is way better for you than that stupid marriage you were in. Like, this is way better. She's right, guys. She's way better off now than she was before sobbing and screaming in the car and going to therapy while making YouTube videos with half a leg hanging out. Yeah, she's way better off without that jerk in her life. It's fine. And then being a wreck again, like it is a... Right, right. It sounds like you're a fucking nutcase. No offense, ladies. I'd still fuck you though. Nutty women are a lot of fun in bed. Whew. It comes in big waves, but as time goes on, those waves kind of even out. And I'm like, in like this stage now. You know, it was like this, but we're here now and maybe we'll get there eventually. I don't know. But grieving that, like feeling those things, it was really important to being able, you know, to move through your life and get to where you want to be going. It's really hard to lose the person who knew you the best. Though my platform, my social media... You didn't lose the person you knew the best. You betrayed them. You stabbed them in the back and when they turned around to see what, who had stabbed them, you shot him in the face. You didn't lose the person that cared about you. You murdered him. Women, I, I don't know how you justify some of the things you do sometimes. I really don't. 
I really, really don't know how you do it. How do you just destroy a person and then make the comment, I lost the person I loved. I lost the person that loved me the most and knew me. And I can't believe this. Presence what? is often about vulnerability and saying things honestly. I really have. One quick Chevy too, headed in for 12 hours of overtime, feeling guilty that these other men are so generous. Crush your day, boys. One quick Chevy, shout out to you. Have a great day at work, sir. We'll see you back here for tonight's live stream. Uh, well, if you make it out of work, well, you may not, but good to see you, my man. Good to see you. Trouble. And I always have. In also, thank you for your donation. One quick Chevy. I'm very grateful. Here's an I'm thirsty for you. I'm thirsty. Refreshing. We got to play it again, guys, because his super chat was actually blocking the lady's uh, chesticle area, which is one of my favorite parts of the video. I'm thirsty. Refreshing. Ah, you know, girls, you do these things to yourself, but it is what it is. Let's continue with this. The real life with that. Like actually letting people into who I am when they're sitting next to me. That's hard. That's scary. That's a real challenge for me. And having right. spent so much time with someone where in many ways I allowed them in, I allowed them to be that person, though there were certainly issues. They. Yeah, you're the fucking issue. You're a walking issue. You've spent 10 minutes telling us how many issues you have. And you're like, I let this person in. Though there were issues, yeah, you're you're a fucking uh, insane person. That's the issue. Still knew me better than anyone else did at that. He still knew me better than anyone else did. Well, what a shock. Yeah, he fucking cared about you and valued you. See, women, that doesn't mean anything to you, but to men, that means something. I know to you guys, you can't really, she can't really stand on her own. <laughs> <clears throat> guys, the leg jokes. Very funny. Very good, Mr. King. Good to see you, brother. That point in my life, except for me. So losing that, losing the person who you share so many memories with. You didn't lose him. You buried him. Who knows so many aspects of you, who has seen you in many different situations. Again, whether or not it was always healthy or a good thing is really bizarre because it feels like a piece of you is leaving with them. And then on the flip side, trying to imagine putting in that much work with anyone else, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, seems too painful and too exhausting and overwhelming sometimes. So she's going to be in these streets. And I think that kind of... So she is going to be too hard for her to have a serious, committed relationship. By her own admission, high body count is a bad thing. She just said it. Like, yeah, well, having to go through all that and be in a serious relationship with somebody else, it just seems unimaginable and impossible. She's going to be in these streets. There it is. Yeah, she's going to be in these streets. Slash whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot. <sighs> yeah, let's continue. Going back to what I was already talking about, you've got to grieve that loss. You've got to grieve the fact that you invested so much of yourself with this person. You invested, ladies, listen, you can't bring shit to the investment table and be like, look, I know you want money to invest in your company, but all I've got is this pile of dry shit. Can I invest this? No, you can't. That's worthless. 
Like, I'll, I'll try to help you out a little bit here, but that's a pile of dry shit. I know, but let's pretend like it's something really valuable that I'm bringing to the table. Ma'am, if you don't get that dry shit off my table. Of course it's going to hurt when they go, regardless right. of the circumstances. When they go, you mean when you make him leave? You mean when you throw him out? When you divorce him? This bitch is playing games with words. This is what women do. It's going to be tough when they go. You you did it. You divorced him. You did it. You limped away on one leg. I wanted to call her Eileen, guys. This is kind of funny. But I was going to say Irene, but she's not agent. So, you know. Circumstances, you know, good or bad. So the Turn Pike Tyrone, single women keep women single. Yep, they sure do. Misery loves company and they, they love breaking each other. What's funny is they don't remember that like these girls that sabotaged you girls when you were in kindergarten, second grade, third grade, all these girls that like fucked you over and like took your boyfriend. And they're the same girls at 40 years old. They still will fuck you over. They still will get you to leave your husband and be miserable just so you can go to the club and drink with her and be a miserable friend to her. Hey, let's go be miserable together. You don't need your husband. Oh, you'll find another man that likes one-legged broads. Don't worry. The last thing I want to touch on is shame. You know, that lovely little monster that hides in the closet and sucks our souls out. Like You're guilty of something. Here's the thing is women talk about shame like it's its own thing. Women, shame is the result of your actions. When you feel shame as a human being, women, I know you try to distance it from yourself because you're a woman and you're like, well, there's no way I did anything wrong. No, the shame you feel is because you know good and damn well it's your fault. You fucked up. You did something that is fucking terrible. Something. Yeah, that's what it really boils down to, guys. You did something. You just don't want to admit it. You don't want to take ownership of it or apologize and give someone the apology that they need. You just want to act like, oh, well, you know, oh, shame. It's an ugly little monster that rears its head. Yeah, from a cunt's, uh, you know. I talked about at the beginning of this video, divorce carries certain implications depending on what, you know, communities you exist in. Pretty universally, though, it's not seen as a good thing. Yeah, no shit, dummy. And in a lot of cultures and communities, it's actively seen as a bad thing. Yeah, as if uh, one of you was a piece of fucking garbage. It's almost like one of you's garbage, allegedly. Thank you, JR. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, ladies? It's almost like people look at it like it's a bad thing. And if you're the girl that's like, well, we just don't get along and he's abusive and everyone's like, he's supported you for 16 years. And she's like, no, no, he's awful. Trust me. Look at this. I got a paper cut right here. It's where he, he grabbed me the other day and it hurt really bad. He's abusive. And I would make the argument, though, perhaps I am wrong here. That Oh, perhaps I'm wrong. Whenever they say that, what they mean is this is going to sound horrible because I'm absolutely guilty and at fault for this and it's wrong. But let's just, I'm going to throw out a perhaps I'm wrong as if I'm unaware that I'm a fucking horrible human. Especially being a woman and with one leg being a heterosexual with one leg marriage there's like an extra large amount of judgment and one leg missing and assumptions made about you as yeah that you lean to one side that you click clock click clock all the way to the uh, across the room at night yeah as a woman because you're doing this and the amount of leglessness shame and failure that oh. going through a divorce 
brings specifically is pretty right. extensive. It's funny because I haven't quite it is actually funny. You got that part right. Question my decision since I made it. Have I thought about it? No, of course she hasn't questioned her decision since she made it, guys. But she is talking to a counselor and, uh, by her own admission. She is making YouTube videos about it while she's saying that she doesn't exactly regret it. But here we are. Let's see if she... Let, we're going to back it up just a hair and see if we can make some sense out of this. She doesn't regret it. She's just talking about it extensively to strangers and a professional psychotherapist. Let's continue. And failure that going through a divorce brings specifically is pretty extensive. It's funny because I haven't questioned my decision since I made it. Have I thought? Right. Of course. Yeah. You women rarely ever look at things logically and say, was this a good idea? Not about a lot. Absolutely. But I mean, I haven't been like shaky on it or Right. You know, when you explain something from three different angles, guys, you're lying. Favorite from it. Once I knew, I knew, you know, I took a lot of steps in between there, but once the decision was made, it was done. But the amount of I suck, I'm a horrible person, I've ruined everyone in my life and everything, just yes. shame and also whore. Somebody called you a whore too. A one-legged whore. Messages of how horrible you are. Right. Yes, because it's true. Other human beings are like, everyone has agreed on this for the last 5,000 years. If you break up with your husband or you're a cheating cunt or any of these other cunty behaviors, you're a terrible person. And what you're feeling is called shame because from the dawn of time, people have looked down on whore ass women. Still in some moments are pretty heavy, are pretty loud. And the feeling of failure, because in our minds, marriage is supposed to be forever. That's right. And you fucked it up. So you kind of failed, didn't you? Certainly what I believed when I got married. That is what I was entirely dedicated to. Oh, entirely dedicated to. Only women can rape the English language in the way that they do. I was entirely dedicated to it until I wasn't. You guys know what the word entirely means? Let's take it up. <clears throat> you know what that word means, guys? Let's just, just for the women out here, let's take a look. When you say you entirely, you're dedicated to it, as in unwavering, absolutely on board with it. But what did she do later? Wasn't entirely down with it. Got a divorce. And then things changed. What I right. I was in, I was entirely dedicated, dedicated. What's dedicated mean again? Uh-huh. Then things changed. Whee! I'm not dedicated or entirely anymore. And now I'm absolutely against the thing that I used to be totally for. Crazy, huh? I'm thinking about it logically and rationally. Thinking about it logically and rationally. Who the fuck are you going to get to do that for you? Let's rewind. And the feeling of failure, because in our minds, marriage is supposed to be forever. That's certainly what I believed when I got married. That is what I was entirely dedicated to. And then things changed. When I'm thinking right. about it logically and rationally, I don't see this as a failure. That's because you don't think logically and rationally. You think like a woman. You're about to tell us how the emotions change the way the logic is. I haven't even seen this, guys, and I can tell you what she's about to do. I can see the matrix code. She, I can already see it coming. She's about to tell you she thought about it logically and rationally, which, by the way, she didn't. And when I think about it logically and rationally, my emotions change the realm of what logic and rationality uh, play in the world.
all that shit goes out the window because my emotions. Let's watch as this unfolds. Because in our minds, marriage is supposed to be forever. That's certainly what I believed when I got married. That is what I was entirely dedicated to. And then things changed. When I'm thinking about it logically and rationally, I don't see this as a failure. I see it as the right choice. Life takes turns. Things happen. Things happen in relationships. Things happen. Imagine that, guys. You rely on someone, you're a partner and a teammate. It's you and them against the world. And they're like, hey, you know, things happen, guy. We'll see you later. Wait, what am I? What, hold up. Like, what, what are you talking about? It was, we're going, remember, you and me, for death do us part. We're going to, remember, where are you going? Oh, well, look, I was entirely dedicated to this. And then things happen. And, you know, you Zimzalabing, you know, all of a sudden Bob's your uncle. I'm over here blowing this guy. That's what they do. Relationships, and it is absolutely okay to decide that it's not the best thing for you. Absolutely okay. I mean, if you want to end up like me in a lonely apartment with two oversized dogs, shilling mattresses, you know, to support yourself on your YouTube channel while you try to tell people that it's totally fine to ruin your life or get a divorce while also secretly crying behind the scenes to a therapist about it. It's, it's totally fine. And to move on. Even though I know that. <laughs> yeah, Derp Derpington, you caught it too. Right there. Imagine that. See, a man would never say this because another man would punch him in the fucking face. Things happen. Are you out of your fucking mind? I told you to watch my back. You let the enemy creep up from behind me and blow my head off. And you're going to tell me things happen? Yeah, a man would get punched for saying that. Rationally, the weight of you failed is still really strong. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't see that relationship as a failure, but it is. It's over, dummy. You wasted time. You wasted 10 years of your fucking life because you're dumb and you're like, I don't see it as a failure. Really? Well, if I waste 10 years on anything and then it turns out to be nothing, it's a fucking failure. That's a waste of time. I wasted time on a bitch that I thought I could trust and believe in. Not saying that I did or anything about my ex-wives. I'm saying in this circumstance, her husband was like, I, she's a good lady. I trust her. I'll stay with her. It's okay. She lost a leg. I'll stay with her. It's all right. She's a good woman. I'll stay with her. Boom. She's like, well, I'm out here in these streets. It's really hard to shake kind of the shame and failure paradox. and stuff. Well, with one leg missing, you really shouldn't be shaking at all. Thing that I am still working through. There are so many more things that I could say about this process, but those are some like the, the first thing that come to mind for me. The way that relationships shift, people change sides, you lose your identity, habits change. You're it's not that people change sides. It's just that you get exposed as being kind of a bitch and kind of a selfish bitch, kind of a slut too. People are like, oh. I thought you were a good Christian woman whose life was devoted to your husband and your children, but clearly you're a thought. Okay, well, I can't hang around you or let my kids be around you anymore because you're in these streets. We thought you were a good Christian woman, but you're clearly not. So, yeah, the person we thought you were. Uh, we liked you based on that. And now that we realize you're not actually that person, that you're actually this other fucking nasty person that we don't want anything to do with, we can't let our kids be around you. We can't be around you anymore because you're not who you led us to believe you were or who you led your husband to believe you were. You're actually this other terrible thing. Your, your entire life shifts, every single aspect of it. So
because you're selfish. So many pieces of that are intensely painful. It's gonna take time. It makes sense that the last few months have been awful, uh, on top of a few other things that have occurred in my life, like losing my dogs. Like going through this is gonna be a really rough process in every area of your life. And that is something that I wish I had been a little bit better prepared for. So now understand the logic of this video from a woman's perspective. She's not telling other women, hey, this was the worst mistake I ever made. I'm on head meds and alone and I've got two dogs because nobody will fuck me and nobody wants anything to do with me and nobody wants to listen to me because clearly they all realized what a piece of shit I am to people that care about me. Um, she's not telling other women not to do this. She's just saying, hey, I, you know, it's going to be rough, lady. So when you do this and ruin everything and everyone who ever loved and cared about you, uh, just understand that it's going to be tough. But by all means, full speed ahead, ladies, or half speed if you're missing a leg. Understood that like, oh, okay, literally everything is going to shift. I got to be along for the ride. It's going to hurt. It's going to be hard. And I'm going to find my way through it. Kind of six months into this now, I feel like. Oh, six months in, she hadn't even got to the good part for a woman. You see, guys, for us men, as the divorce goes, as time passes after two, three, four years, you know, us men, we start being okay and our life's coming back together and we're like, ah, right, you know, it's all right. okay, go, good for her, go do your thing. Not her. The more time that passes, the more it hurts women what they've done, the more they realize what they've done. This is a very strange thing. They will rarely ever admit to it, but I've seen this many times and I've been drunk around some girls that were, you know, 35, 40 years old. And that's when they, it always comes out. I never should have left him. You get a bunch of drinks in them and then they're like, all of a sudden they're very honest. I shouldn't have left. I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have, you know, and you're like, Hey, I'm here. If you need a shoulder to cry on. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But this is as they get older, guys, it's like it compounds with interest and they start realizing what they've done. I have a better handle on things. There are still aspects. <laughs> right. She has a better handle on things. Right. Her leg. Aspects that are insanely difficult. It's still ongoing. It's painful. It's weird. But I am building this new life for myself. I am figuring out what I want for me and going after it. I'm doing a whole lot of reflecting and at the risk of sounding super cliche, you know, working on myself, working on um, what I actually want, who I actually want to be, and taking steps towards those things. So taking steps, <laughs> we're going to, we'll let that one go. Taking steps. If you're going through this, it does get better. It's just a process. Right. Oh yeah. See, this is her message to women. This whole thing was like, I'm crazy. I'm in, I'm talking to psychiatrists. I'm miserable. I'm lonely. I'm, I, I, life is terrible. And then she's like, it gets better, ladies. It gets better. Ladies, it doesn't get better. It gets worse for you because your options start drying up as you get older and you start having more realization skills as you get older. You women become aware of the things that you've done and you start looking at other people and then maybe some woman treats your son the way you treated his father. And you're like that bitch. And then you realize that's you ladies to get there. A huge thank you again to Helix for sponsoring today's video. Check out their link in the description. Helix is a company I would highly recommend. It was so easy to actually get the mattress, get everything set up. And Somebody helped her carry that heavy mattress, guys. She didn't uh, do the one leg drag into the bedroom. You're watching this video right now. Thank you. Property services. Can they still twerk on one leg? That's a good question. I'm sure she probably still does. Women, for some reason nowadays, they love being a hoe. They just absolutely love it. I'm going to be a hoe. Why? Why would you want to do that? Ah, just hoeing it up. Anyways, it's crazy, guys. 
Good to see everybody today. Thanks for coming. I'm going to go and get started on everything. I've got a busy day scheduled, got work to do, work here around the house. We're going to be back on here streaming with you guys later on. Thank y'all so, so much for coming along. I have plenty more great videos on the same topic that we'll do tonight whenever we go live, maybe five, six o'clock uh, central time. I think so. Anyways, let's continue here with the wrap-up program. Let me get you guys some music here, boys. Let's do bros before hoes, and then we'll go into the Gone with John trailer, and we'll get the hell out of here. Thanks for coming this morning. Drop off a donation if you want to help support the channel. If you don't want to help support the channel, that's okay, too. Just hit the like or dislike button or dislike, whatever. It's all good. We don't... Uh, Let's get back into it. Sorry, boys. The buzzer is to reset the song, guys. And it's also for the last video we watched in that one-legged lady. Good luck to you, one-legged lady. Uh-oh, did I miss a super chat? John reads super chat. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Pope. Did I missed one. Why is it not showing me on here? Um... Oh, no. Lord Jeremy, did I miss this one? Her name is Pegs. She sits there and nags. She's missing one of her legs. She can't get no sex and she ain't got no eggs. This is actually really good, Lord Jeremy. I'm sorry I missed that, guys. I'm usually usually pretty on about catching up with my super chats. I'm sorry, boys. I got so uh, so into the uh, one-legged broad or the story of the one-legged broad. I forgot. I apologize. Shout out to Turnpike. Shout out to Lord Jeremy. Shout out to everyone who super chatted. I don't see any other ones, but just in case, I'll dive into the back end of YouTube and look at my list and make sure I didn't miss one because I don't want to miss anybody, guys, especially if you're contributing and helping the show. Let's see. Money. Super thanks. Super chats. All right. We got Jeremy. We got Turnpike. One quick Chevy. When he went to work, Calvin King, Lord Jeremy, Jeffrey Frey sent a super sticker, it looks like, for $4.99. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Tresner, I think that was last night, says, good stream, bro. Thank you, sir. A Clever Fish, Jesse Force, that was all last night. I think we're all caught up, guys. Thank you for all the donations and all the love and support, boys. You guys are the best. Are the best. Let's get back into your music. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. I apologize. Thank you so much, Pope. I appreciate that, sir. Good looking out. Uh, let's continue here. That was all of them. Ah, got you. Sorry, guys. I apologize. If only you had Hammerhands No Egg song afterwards. Yeah, I would love to put all that on there, but I, you know, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to bite off Hammer style too much. I try not to bite off of other people's style and kind of their thing. You know what I mean? You got to go there to see the Hammer stuff. Which is good. It's a good thing. Shout out to Hammerham. Let's get back in the middle. So I'm gonna send it. New PlayStation and a whole new point collection. That, that's why I got no girl. It's a miracle. Now I'm running up the game like a clinical. I can focus on my 
myself, he go to your soul Don't need anybody else, some conditions don't I'm my bros before hoes, you already know Got no cheek to spend my shit more money I can blow up on my bros before hoes You already know I got a million problems But a bitch ain't want no more Let's go And all I fucking know is I got my bros and wherever we're going You know we own it All I fucking know is I got my bros and wherever we're going I put my bros before appreciate you boys we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here guys <clears throat> make sure you guys have a great day get out there handle your business take care of everything and uh we'll see you next time